Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Venture Maidens podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, before we hop in, I need to say thank you so much for supporting us this past week while we were silent in our solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, thank you for checking up on all the resources we've been providing to help with this civil rights issue. This is a very important time in our country, and we think that we can all do just a little bit more to bring better days ahead, make sure that justice is served to those who have been denied it for decades, for centuries, really. It's a deep-rooted issue, and it's, it's not a political issue. It's a human rights issue. So just thank you so much for doing what you can and allowing us to support the things that are important to us as well. If you'd like to learn of some other resources of how you can help, we have a video up on our YouTube channel that shares some links and information about artists, creators, podcasters, books, and authors. Lots of resources for you to educate yourself on or support however you want to take action. There's many forms of activism, so I encourage you to check out that video. Now, I'd also like to say thank you to our Patreon donors for getting us here, for keeping us here. We love you so much. You're, you're everything. <laughs> and also, thank you, Emily Mayo, for composing our theme song. And now, uh, let's talk about what happened last time on The Venture Maidens. Last time on Venture Maidens, our heroes were summoned to the crystal heart chamber of the massive Earth Elemental pulling around the bazaar. The Elemental offered to take their maidens to the destination quickly and sent their children out into the sands to find Duke Ravain and the rest of the missing escort. With that problem solved, the maidens journeyed back into the bazaar and set themselves up with rooms at a pirate-themed hotel slash hostel, slash casino, slash bar, slash restaurant, called the Githyanki Doodle. And that's what happened. And now, we're going to play you an ad for another great DSPN show, then jump right into our story. Are you looking for a great story? Do you love Star Wars? Do you like podcasts? If you said yes to any of these, check out the Redemption Podcast. Well, I have less in my head than you do normally, probably. You haven't met the crew I'm with. Pretty much everywhere we go, our life is in danger. Things didn't explode. That's pretty sneaky for us. That sounds horrible. Yes, please finish up whatever underhanded thing you're doing on the computer terminals at the Jedi Temple. Check out Redemption Podcast at www.redemptionpodcast.com. Gather round, travelers, to hear our tale. Our heroes take to the town in their first ever shopping episode. What treasures will our maidens find in the bazaar? Can Arnadel learn to haggle? Will an unexpected message derail our group from their current course? Find out in episode 83, Hard Bargain. Here. I know what I'm doing here. What? It's another episode.
episode of Venture Maidens. Whoa, weird. Wow. Um, I'm getting really good at these uh, little opening segues, uh, finally. So, hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 83 of the Venture Maidens podcast. I'm delighted to have you here. Um, it's going to be our first shopping episode ever uh, on the Venture Maidens, so I'm really excited. I'm scared. I don't know how to do these. Um, this is going to be a, a mythic adventure. Um, <laughs> but before we embark on this quest, hello, my name is Celeste Conowich, and I will be your dungeon master. Hi, I'm Brittany Quintero, and I'll be Arnadella Thill, your moon elf warlock. I'm Katie. I'm going to be playing Fair Boleyn, the tiefling sorceress. I'm Nassim, and I'm playing your human monk, Sayanur. And I'm Sage, and I'm your boulder-dashing barbarian, Cara Brunhilde. Ooh, boulder dashing. Um, yeah, well, last time uh, we had some cool stuff happen. Uh, we are, as a reminder, being pulled around uh, by an Earth Elemental on a disc in a, in a city. A bizarre bazaar, if you will. Uh, now you have a, a couple days before you get to your destination. Um, so that's where we're starting off. You all are booked for the remainder of your stay um, in the bazaar. Uh, you had each been given your own room. All everything here is pirate themed, so there's you know the little portholes that look like down over this this marketplace that stretches on. The rooms are okay. Um, it's about motel quality, what you would expect. There's kind of a weird salty smell wherever you go, but they're yours. Um, so I guess handing it over to you all. What's up? What's the plan, gang? Well, I think we're obviously all on the same page with looking for where, like, the communal bar room is, right? I mean, every hostel has one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's usually, yeah. like, bottles, but... You said there was yeah. also a casino? No, <laughs> I gave a very oh, vivid description of, like, a smoking section that was, like, at the airport and not properly ventilated with grimy hot tubs. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was um, picturing, like, a small little Basically a casino without... <laughs> The slot machines. Because <laughs> I was about to say, we could go try and double our money if we're about to go shopping. Let's go test our luck. You know, okay, so attached inside the Githyanki Doodle, uh, there is a built-in, like, bar restaurant gift shop called uh, Jolly Rogers. <laughs> so, you know, maybe you should check it out. I-, I feel like this is probably a place that would have a couple of slot machines. <laughs> Just like... Like at the gas station in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like right there by like the sad potted plant. They have like a couple slot machines for you. <laughs> Gotta have one. Slot yep. machines in a gas station really is like, I mean, have, they're I've, everywhere. I've only Vegas. been to they're Vegas everywhere. once and I was like, <laughs> wow. well, the airports in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cray, everybody. Mm-hmm. And there's a, they're always occupied. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Constantly around the mm-hmm. clock. All right. So we want to. Head down to Jolly Rogers. Yeah, man. I'm going to put some money in the slot machine, and if it doesn't work out the first time, it's not meant to be. <laughs> sure. Um, all right. So you so you head on down uh, stairs, you know, past this uh, this carved wooden interior of a boat that now serves as the lobby. Uh, and as you all make your way towards the, the double jo- doors that have, like, a peeling, you know, golden sign that say Jolly Rogers leading off to it, you see your friend Wesley like, watches you go, and, you know, he, like, does something with the cash register and whatever, and, like, runs around really fast to get in front of you all, and goes into the doors with a Jolly Roger. Oh my god, he's gonna work (laughs) there, too. (laughs) 
Okay. Now I understand his attitude a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Understaffed and underpaid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If if you need a little help, like, let me know. I'm, we're just here wasting some time. Like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give you unsolicited advice last time. I didn't realize you were all alone here. No, it's fine. Uh, and he, like, kind of waves you in, and he's standing now at, like, the little, like, barrel podium that they've put at the front of the restaurant. And you do see, over on your left, next to some sad potted plants, there are these contraptions that look like metal boxes that have a bunch of these, like, illusions that are spinning, like, in place on the screen, and they all have, like, different symbols and different colors. And there isn't, like, a lever or anything, but there is, like, a place where you can hover your hand like over this pad on it so fantasy fantasy lottery machines (laughs) uh and he says welcome to jolly rogers boy are we glad to have you on board for this this cruise uh would you like to be seated yes please (laughs) wonderful let me see if a table's ready and he goes and like looks around and there's like There's like 20 tables in here. You know, they're all these like round. They look like the bar top tables that are just like barrels that have been set up. And it's like, it's cute, right? There is a long wooden bar that you see in the back here. There are like two of the tables are occupied. The rest are completely empty. Do see that there is somebody behind the bar. There is just like a an elven man who's uh, cleaning out some glasses here. Just one moment. And he, (laughs) he goes and kind of like walks off. And to, like, a side door that maybe leads to, like, a kitchen or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, Car immediately goes over to check about to check out the, the light-up box. With the, and she's like, how does this work? And, yeah. <laughs> immediately as you get, like, within one feet of it, music starts to play and everything starts to spin around. And, like, bright lights ca- catch up here. Like, if you've ever seen Fairy Fire... Mm -hmm. I think some of you have cast it before. Yeah, the whole machine is just like electric purple and like, ah, so the minute you get close, it clearly reacts to your presence. Her eyes like light up. She's like, oh, and she's going to go. She's going to take out a copper piece and be like, where do I stick it? (laughs) Yeah, you do see that there are a couple like coin slots lining the bottom um, of this box here. Put that copper piece. Oh, yeah. And the machine kind of blinks red for a minute and spits back out your copper piece. And you hear a voice that says, gold only. Whoa, that's expansive. (laughs) The machine does not respond. (laughs) (laughs) She'll take out a gold. (laughs) Okay, if you put it in there. everything lights up green and like things start to spin and like flash across the screen and you see that they're like moving to create these shapes and patterns and then the like the the pad is like lit up on there maybe like waiting for you to like bop it at a specific Mm -hmm. moment so do you want to make some kind of like check to determine how to play this game or like what (laughs) what because everything it's 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 moving so fast and like spinning around and totally like um kind of a jarring experience I, she would make, I guess, uh, a perception to see, like, to try and, like, time it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not bad. Uh, a 25. 25. Okay, yeah. Uh, so as you're doing it, you're like, oh my god, what? And then you're like, oh, okay, there are, like, you know, a bunch of these red circles that line up sometimes in this banner. You're like, okay, okay. So you think you've got it. So you want to press that button? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Roll me a percentage roll to see if you can do it in time. Get above a 50%. 97. Woo! So Kara just slams a fist <laughs> down like on this button and the machine just bah, 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 it, like starts to scream and you see like little like sparkles start to come off of it as it says, you won! And big like letters uh, that are swirling around for all the shapes and three gold coins pop out of the slot. Yeah, Kara throws up her hands into the air like super enthusiastic. Kara is totally going to be end up again. Oh. Addicted oh, no. gamblers. <laughs> this was where it started. This is where it starts. You win once. And she's like, guys, look. <laughs> and she picks up her gold pieces like so proud. <laughs> <gasps> I want to play. How do you do it? Let me see. And I immediately take out like a handful of gold pieces and I throw one in. <laughs> yeah. So you can do very much the same thing. So you can give me, now that Kara is kind of pointed out to play, um, you can go ahead and give me a perception check or a sleight of hand check. Farah's gonna guidance her. <laughs> yeah, get that money. <laughs> Plus four. <laughs> nice. 18. All right, yeah, so you, you think you've got a handle on it, you're ready to go, so go ahead and smack that button, get above a 50% uh, percentage roll. 90%. <laughs> Woo! Nice. All right, so you managed to win as well as you bop down that button and da, 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 lights and swirls and music come out, uh, and you get three gold coins back. And it's around this point that Wesley is, like, kind of hovering by you all. He's like, your table's ready. <laughs> oh, thanks! <laughs> thanks, Wesley! Yeah. Are you prepared to embark on a, the, f- the flavored tour of your lives? Haha. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> okay, Absolutely. Right did did he say flavor tour? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure did. <laughs> Can't wait to eat this mediocre food. <laughs> yep. Um, and he goes ahead and like gives you a table sort of like by one of the grimy windows um, at the edge uh, of this year. So feel free to order with me if you would like, or if you want to start with drinks, uh, just sail on over uh, to our <laughs> first mate. He'll help you out. The elf kind of gives a wave. <laughs> well, I always start with drinks, so we'll check you later, well, Wesley. All right. You know where to find me. Nope. And he goes and just kind of stands back at the podium. <laughs> oh, oh, Wesley, my heart goes out to you. <sighs> poor, poor bastard. Yeah, I'm gonna make my way over to that elven man and slap down some gold and be like, what's the biggest, most obnoxious thing that you have? Mm, he kind of looks around. He's like, do you want one of our souvenir cups? sure why not uh and he turns around and he get i think you all actually paid for souvenir cups i thought we paid for the breakfast thing car definitely paid for a souvenir cup uh so yeah so car is like ready with her (laughs) with this all right so this guy he turns around and takes down one of these like giant boat shaped like Something you would like maybe serve like a hurricane in, just those huge like mouth glasses. Um, and he gets one down. Um, all right, what do you want in it? Something strong and then something fruity. What's your favorite color? Teal, if you don't have gold. If you have gold flakes, I'm into it. <laughs> you got a lot of money? You know it. 
All right, and he goes, he like gives you an appreciative nod and turns around. Um, and as he's going ahead and mixing drinks, you see that a second set of arms kind of pop out like from under his coat and start mixing and squeezing and moving things around as he begins to make this like electric blue concoction. You see at least four different types of alcohols get swirled into this thing. Um, and he adds like, a, you know, an umbrella and some fruit spirits. And then the, he like takes this like small little vial and starts sprinkling like gold dust around the rim uh, of this glass here. So he comes back and he slides it over to you with his like second pair of arms um, and leans on the, the counter. He's like, I think that'll be, be what you're looking for. It's perfect. It might be the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. How much for this? Uh, ten gold. Yes. Here, take two for tip. That's yours. <laughs> you earned that. Cool arm trick. What's that? My arms? Yeah, I've never seen an elf with four arms. Oh, right. Uh, and he he kind of looks down. He's like, elf, right. Um, and then his like skin starts to kind of like move and shimmer and becomes this like gray sort of color um, as this, this creature transforms into this, yeah, tall, lanky, gray person that's kind of definitionless otherwise, but has these like weird kind of predatory yellow eyes. I forgot. Oh, oh, not an elf, but instead a uh, uh... doppelganger. Oh, cool! Never met one. Nice to meet you. You're the best drink maker I've ever met. Sorry, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, he's like, thanks. I see you have a you have a, a souvenir cup there. What can I set you up with? I want. One of those fruity, alcoholic, boozy smoothies where in the center they got the little bowl, the smaller bowl of alcohol that they set on fire. Oh no! I can definitely set <laughs> oh, things no. on fire for you, and he will prepare to make this just the most outrageous, yeah, giant like hurricane bowl thing. He will give you other straws, but he like kind of shrugs apologetically when he hands them to you. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. There's. There's actually so much alcohol in there. I'm required to give you multiple straws. You don't have to use them. <laughs> oh, that just means I've got more straws to go in my mouth. <laughs> Party on. <laughs> Anything for Saya and Arnadel? Well, we're in Tell a <gasps> we're in a special place tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, all my girls are drinking, so yeah, I'll just have another mojito. That's her <laughs> nice. go-to. Safe and simple. Get a nice, tall, cozy air conditioning in a glass mojito mm -hmm. slid over to you. Yeah, five gold. Looks like the the nice cocktails are at this price, which is outrageously overpriced. Yeah. Just by the way. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. And then Arnadel, we, we uh, come to you. What would you like? As you know, Arnad, I'm sure most people can assume Arnadel's extremely picky. Um, so she's looking at the bottles and she tries to, she just looks at the top shelf cause she's like, okay, this is like mildly overpriced, but also it's all sugar stuff. She's looking for like the finest, whatever fantasy version of scotch is non PT, uh, a dwarven thing probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can read dwarven. So I, and actually yeah. it occurs to Arnadel that like, she's never ordered this in front of Kara and kind of wants to impress her a little bit. Just be like, oh, let's see what Kara says. So I'm going to pick, I can read the labels, and I'm looking for, like, a vintage, like... Why don't you you tell me what the label you see? What is it called? Oh, 
the maiden's hammer. Whoa. Into it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. Of course, it's like a fire red label with gold fucking flecks all over it with like embossed. We have to name a cocktail after that for ourselves that we It's got to be made with scotch, like a Glenn Levitt. 15 years, oh something along mm-hmm. those lines. I mean, that's like some median, you know, that's definitely not fine scotch, but it's all right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And this, uh, this doppelganger looks at you and like kind of, they don't really have like lips or anything. They're very sort of alien looking. Like when you imagine gray aliens, like that's kind of what they look like. But he sort of nods his head, like impressed um, as you see uh, an arm grows very very tall and is able to reach up and take the bottle from where he's standing and he pours you you know like two fingers of this uh slides it over 10 gold thank you can i make a check on what this guy is i don't i i'm yeah. just curious make it yeah make a nature check nature. meanwhile i look over at Kara and i'm just like would you like a sip 17 yeah, uh, so with the the 17 um so you've heard of doppelgangers before um but this is the it's definitely rare to see one in their natural form. Uh, so doppelgangers are shape changers. You know, they're primarily evil as well. They have some ability to read uh, people's thoughts. Um, and then they use that to prey on people by transforming into either them or ones they love to get close to them before attacking them. So Ooh. they have extraordinary powers just to change their forms at will. I wonder who that elf was at one point. So it's definitely, it's rare to see one in its, like, natural form, because usually they're always imitating but someone else. it's employed at this mm-hmm. facility. Like, it stays here. It doesn't flee. He's gone straight. He's trying to turn his life around. Sure. I mean, yeah, maybe. enough enough food. He doesn't have to hunt his own, you know, whatever. <laughs> nice. This, uh, I mean, clearly this bazaar has uh, broken some standards. I mean, yeah, we saw we saw Mind Flare Alley. <laughs> Beholder bartender. Yeah. Who is fabulous? This is uh this is no typical assortment of creatures. So yeah, while like uh Saya is kind of like studying the bartender for a moment, Arnett looks over at Car and is like, "Want to try a little <laughs> Uh And Kara looks like wistfully up. She's like, "Oh, I have so many." Not memories of my 21st birthday, thanks to this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Such a baby. Baby 21. (laughs) Arnadel's so excited to talk about scotch with dwarven fire water. Dwarven fire water? (laughs) Sure. You can call it dwarven scotch or fire water, whatever you want. Arnadel's like very excited to talk about dwarven scotch with Cara because it's one that she really enjoys and I don't think they've ever like had that together. Oh, hey, Raiders from Nerd Immersion, welcome! Um, we're drinking Ooh. tropical drinks in uh, Extra Dimensional Bar. Get your drinks good out. Time. Get your drinks out, everybody. Celebrate. Um, all right, so you all uh, are liquored up. Um, <laughs> you wander back over to your table. Mm-hmm. There are menus that are laid out on, on the table in front of you. They are like giant, like eight-page Menus, you know, like, like the cheesecake factory. TGI Fridays, <laughs> like or, poorly yeah, laminated, cheese- like the lamination yeah. starting to come off at the corners, and they're yeah, sticky. so it's like kind of spiky, you know, when you pick up the edges. What's the average price of these meals? <laughs> Probably like fourteen uh, to twenty gold. You're like in the like one to five gold range oh. for everything, which is still pretty expensive. I would rather go out yeah. after we have our warm up drinks and go get like 
stall food that's probably going to be a lot more delicious than this. This food mm-hmm. is served to you in boats, in tiny boats. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> I mean, we can at least have like an appetizer, like macaroni and cheese or something. Let's get a finger food. Mozzarella for... sticks. Jesus Christ, you know how much I love those. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks, fried pickles. I, that's, they they don't oh my God. <laughs> Buffalo wings. Buffalo I, I will have a meal of mozzarella sticks and fried pickles and be a happy bitch. Yes. Oh my God. I fucking love both of those things deeply. <laughs> yeah. Um, so your friend Wesley gives you probably a little bit too much time to decide before he, you know, comes trotting over to you all. We know we have so many options here. So what do you, what do you have? I'm sure everything will be a, a festive treasure. Uh, we're just going to do appetizers. Um, so okay. we'll take these mozzarella sticks and fried pickles and then make sure you get the buffalo wings okay, and, and the buffalo <laughs> the wings. hottest the hottest chicken wings you have make us cry so hot and then i do like the the ceremonial thwack of all the menus in a pile in front of mm-hmm. them uh would you like any additional condiments with that because they are extra no 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sure, you don't want to add an avocado on for 15 gold? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, he, he just kind of nods, uh, and he didn't write anything down. He just waited for you to be done and then shuffles off into the, uh, into the kitchen. One of those things is going to be late or not correct. <laughs> Never show up, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. Any, anything else? Any fun conversations we're having? Your food comes out in probably about 10 minutes or so. So what's the game plan for tonight, ladies? Are we going to uh, go shopping? Are we going to go out, dance? Are we going to meet some people? Are we going to... We're going to do it all, baby. First of all, I would love to shop a little because I'm super jealous of the fancy new necklace that Kara got, even though it's not for Kara, but still. Um, (laughs) I need some new bling myself, but... Let's just see where the night takes us. Let's roam the streets. Let's squad walk our way through town and see what the fuck's up. I'd say we're probably here and have like at least one more round before we do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Kara, I will say this lava bowl is not a lot gets to you, but there's a lot of alcohol in this flaming lava bowl. Yeah, she is just riding that way. (laughs) Why don't you make... Make me a constitution saving throw. Ride that lava wave, baby. Wow, exceedingly good. <laughs> car, car don't give a fuck. 29. <laughs> Ooh. Jesus. Okay, so you're like tipsy, um, but even you realize that. Like, yeah. Wow. When she, like, when she stands up to go to the bathroom, has one of those like moments <laughs> where like it all just rushes to your head. <laughs> I respect that yes. this guy is like, if I'm gonna be making overpriced drinks, I'm gonna put as much You're booze gonna in get the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, no, they did not skimp on this. <laughs> I'm here for so. it. Um, and the food is okay. You most of the time cannot fuck up fried pickles and mozzarella sticks. Most of the time. It can be done, but you really have to try to fuck those things They're up. They're a little soggy. Oh. Oh, that crunch. <laughs> uh, but the buffalo wings are excellent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So maybe the chef just isn't a bread guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> so bad. Never heard of know. such a thing. Uh, 
corn All right. So in terms of like going out on the town, uh, you did see kind of those main strip areas that had the most like vendors and shops. Um, and then towards the outer edges of town, it was more like quiet residential. So probably your best bet to find, you know, let the night take you um, is, is probably going to be moving towards the center of town. If you want to check out, especially some of those shops too. Yes. Yeah. Up, up and away. Okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so you make your way out into the streets. Um, it is now, uh, the sun is set, so it's pleasantly warm out here. Um, it's just, you know, those balmy nights where you don't need a jacket or anything. You're just walking through the streets and Best. everything is lit up in these bright colors and there's music. And again, all the vendors, you know, hawking their wares all around you. Uh, tons of people still moving through the streets. Uh, so you stroll pleasantly onwards um, and make your way back to kind of that main section pretty close to where like bebop's office was which you think was like probably pretty centrally located um yeah so you're walking down and you're seeing these big like bizarre streets which again are hung with like silks and lanterns um so everything is lit beautiful uh you see that there are signs painted everywhere so what in particular are you looking for because it's it's definitely all here magic jewels yeah, magic stuff. Magic jewel store. Okay. Um, why don't you go ahead and give me a perception check and we'll see what kind of options you find. Oh shit. Eight. Alright, so you're looking around, you're like, uh, I don't know. There's um you see something, it's like a, a ring that's painted on the side of a building. You don't recognize the language around it, so maybe that's something. You see like a tiger face painted on one wall. Maybe that's something. And then otherwise, you know, you do have, I think you probably ha are having a hard time because like, you know, somebody's like trying to like wave a rug in your face <laughs> to get you to buy this right here. So you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And I really hate just ignoring people. So I, at every single person, I'm like, thank you. No, that was beautiful. Thank you. No. So, so it's so hard to see anything. <laughs> yeah. Every time you turn around, there's somebody else. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, hot dog, you know, <laughs> like whatever. Uh, there is definitely somebody frying food somewhere in a cart. Mm. We'll be back you can smell it. Kara finds so. that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Bacon bacon wrapped hot dogs. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. You know. You know they're there. Uh, grilled onions on the side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Always the best. Yeah. Yeah. You walk up to this uh, this little cart there and this like sort of gelatinous looking person is the only way I can describe it. Is kind of pooled up behind this cart um, and kind of like swirls and moves and is like flipping things with their little like tentacle. They sort of look like a flump, actually, which is <gasps> odd. Oh. Yeah. So they're using they're their little, little blue tentacles. Uh, so this uh, this creature like flips over a bunch of these yeah hot dogs and grilled onions and looks at you and kind of goes and Kara just points at one of them and like jingles her coin purse. <laughs> yeah, and the thing one of its eyes blinks, then the other eyes blinks, and it goes and like you know it starts you know it slides over a paper plate and starts stacking things up for you uh, with this little tentacle and kind of like reaches one out, uh, waving it at you. And she takes out some money and, like, hands it to it. <laughs> yeah, and you see it, like, kind of envelops it, like, uh, like goo. It takes your money and, like, it starts to travel down into these little blue tubes uh, as it waves at you. <laughs> you have your, you have your street meat. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, so, Saya, you're fighting off people <laughs> at this point. Yeah, so you saw, yeah, you saw the ring. You saw the, uh, the tiger painted on the side of the wall. Um, those look like cool... At least variety shops. 
Yeah, I'll pop into the first thing that catches my eyes. So just to also duck out from all the people trying to sell me stuff on the street. Be like, oh, okay, yeah. this one. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah. I'll start looking around, see if anything catches my eye. I am interested if there is someone in the shop. Hello? Yeah. Um, so you, you, you know, you say hello and uh, you hear kind of like a, a scattering from the back. Uh, this store is very like full so it kind of looks like a thrift store where there's lots of like you know bookshelves and shelving and everything just like crammed around and kind of odds and ends thrown in like boxes and like put out on display and there's that crashing oh hello sorry uh and trundling out of the back is this giant person who sort of looks like a hippo um they come at you and they're like Sorry about that. I was reorganizing my stacks. How can I help? Oh, don't worry about it. I love your store. So eclectic. Yes, the treasures myself and my battalion have collected from all over the multiverse. Impressive. Well, indeed. Do you have anything that's good for like, well, really just combat uh, fast? I'm, 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 I like to be light and quick on my feet. And I'm looking for something like that to help me do it, whether it's clothing, whether it's some some jewelry. You know, I could use a little bit of accents here and there. We do have an incredible selection of magical jewelry items. Perhaps that would appeal to you. Ooh, yes. Please, I'd love to take a look. Wonderful. And then what are uh, Farah and Arnadel doing while Saye dips into this shop uh, and Kara is getting a flimp hot dog? <laughs> I think that I've... I've taken my my ship with me, uh, and I've just got like my crazy. Oh yeah, your novelty straw. like drink. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like looking around, and I just want to find the thing that's like the flashiest that just catches my eye. Sure, uh, in this shop or something else. I mean, if there's something on the way to this shop that gets me distracted, then outside the shop. <laughs> sure, I think so. Um, actually, your attention probably turns to the shop that has the big, like, painted tiger on the side. And it is one of those, like, old school flash kind of tiger designs. Uh, so it's very cool and catches your eye. And you do see that there's a window display that's been set up there. And, like, laid out on black velvet, you see a couple different items, including one which is, like, this staff made of this, like, beautiful carved black wood that's topped with like a cat's eye that's like the size of a fist Ooh, arnie look at the pretty yeah um, <laughs> sorry hold on she arnie ordered a double of the same thing <laughs> to walk around yep um she didn't have any particular thing in mind but she was just you know when you're not really thinking about something and if something grabs it you're like oh <laughs> um so she's like, what what what's going on look staff it's totally your aesthetic. What? She like looks into window. Yeah, as you look at it, your eyes kind of travel to this cat's eye gem, which when you look at it, you swear it like flashes and lights up a different color. Sorry, I'm very proud of this. It's, uh, <laughs> it's very cool. It's, it's about that size too. Yeah. That's what's like, oh my God, I literally it's own perfect. this thing. And you can't really tell with the lighting, but it's purple. It looks like it's like an amethyst color. Mm, um, very cool. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, I look over at Farrah and I'm like, oh my god. Let's go haggle the shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I get like, I'm like drawn in and I'm going with you and I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. Mm-hmm. I like have a moment of panic. I'm like, I can't Why? haggle. Oh. I <laughs> suck at it. I really suck at it. And as you can see right now, I'm already like anxiety ridden with this. I can't. Don't, don't worry. I know what that's worth. Ooh. 
How much? A lot. It's more than I have. Hmm. I mean, look at the wood. Do you know how rare that tree is? It only grows under the most, like, prime conditions. And I'm quite sure that an aged wizard had to study it and, like, do shit to, before they could even harvest it. And then let alone the craftsmanship. It's like, can you even Don't see that? Don't say like, any of that shit to the store owner at all. Hey, Cara, <laughs> at this point, you you walk back, you know, munching on your hot dog and Arnadel and Farrah are having this conversation. This is why I can't haggle, though. Because, like, I, like, I, is there a price tag out on the, in the display? No, of course not. <laughs> of course yeah, not. It, That's it, the draw it, you, you in item. <laughs> When there's no price tag, that should tell you. It's, That's what you know. Yeah. That's all you know. Yeah. So I'm like, look, I have a pretty, I'm pretty certain this is so far outside of my like budget, but also, God damn it, look at it. And I'm like, I need some help. We are you women. You provide a service. Of incredible skill. <laughs> and there seems like there's a lot going on here. So maybe the shopkeep has a problem that we can handle for them. Also, we've got a whole bunch of shit here that maybe we can add to the pot. So let's make it I happen. I like doing this... the math and I'm like, please let me do this. I love this. this okay, is my all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I do want it real bad, though. <laughs> like, it's speaking to me. Yeah, Carl, Carl wanders up with her hot dogs and is like, that's a nice stick. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it all taps your, your war axe. That's a nice knife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're, are we like, we're like character drunk though. So we're like giggling our asses <laughs> off about it, right? Like we're, we're both Oh yeah. Funny. Everything is just amazing to Kara. It's just like the lights and the displays and like <laughs> being in a crowded city. Like they, like we all haven't like really been in like any kind of civilization for a while. So she's just. Like, so happy to be around people. <laughs> I like to envision that the fucking drink that you're carrying to go is also still a lit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's magically a lit. It's like a create bonfire spell. That, that shit's not going out. You That's know? dope. You're just walking around with this little <laughs> flaming, like, to-go cup. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, venturers, and congratulations! You've made it to the mid-roll! Aren't you just loving these rad mid-roll bumpers? Our new cello music was composed and performed by real-life bard Katie Truex. Katie is a professional musician and cello instructor. She has performed and recorded with John Driscoll Hopkins of the Zac Brown Band, Chloe Agnew of Celtic Woman, and Bungie's Destiny 2. She also offers online lessons for all ages and ability levels. You can find Katie through her website, celloharmony.com, and on Twitter at truex underscore Katie. So that's T-R-U-E-X underscore Katie, or under the hashtag lifeisbard. Seriously, Katie is an amazing person, so friendly, kind, and prompt, and if you want to pick up a new musical skill uh, while we have some time stuck in our houses, this would be an amazing thing to do with your time. So again, go and check out Katie, book her for some lessons at celloharmony.com. So thank you so much, Katie, for being awesome and also a supportive member of our community. We also want to give a big thank you to this week's sponsor, Elderwood Academy. 
You've heard me talk about Elderwood Academy before, but it bears repeating that they are the best artisans around if you are looking for a way to store your dice, cards, and minis in a way that is both beautiful and functional. If you're not sure where to start, I recommend heading to elderwoodacademy.com slash don't split and taking a look at their mini hex chest dice boxes, which are beautifully engraved wooden dice boxes inlaid with a honeycomb pattern to keep your precious tiny dice all snug and safe. The best part of the mini hex chest dice box, other than the near limitless customization options, is that it can be ordered with an optional metal loop to turn your dice vault treasure into a key ring or necklace. Never again be parted from your tiny baby dice. So once again, head on over to elderwoodacademy.com slash don't split to see all the beautiful products these tabletop artisans are crafting. All right, cool kids, before we dive back in, I just want to remind you to pretty please with sugar on top, leave us a podcast rating and review. The world is tough enough right now without it being hard to find a good podcast to hold your hand at night. So let's work together to spread the word to those lonely hearts out there. Well, that's everything on my list. So let's get back to some shopping. So while you all are having this conversation, I'll jump back to Saya inside. Um, and this large hippo humanoid creature um, kind of turns around and, Just one moment, I have to get my wares from the back. I trust that you will not try anything tricky. While I disappear, I am quite keen with a blunderbuss. Oh, I don't doubt that, but don't worry. I have no intention of taking a single thing without paying. <laughs> Absolutely. I believe you from one warrior to another. Yes. And he, he disappears off into the back. Uh, <laughs> and we'll come back out uh, eventually with like a, a wooden jewelry box. Um, so one of those kind of large flat things. Um, and he puts it down like lovingly on the glass countertop. Uh, and he opens it up. And inside there are probably about 20 different rings or so. Um, all of them are unique. Some of them look, you know, like simple bands of metal. Uh, some of them have designs. Some of them are set with stones. Yeah, he's like... Well, many of these rings have magical properties. Is there anything in particular you would like to look at? Yeah, how about something that's good for agility? Good for someone um, trying to move about very uh, quietly and quickly? Uh, something along those lines? Uh, yes, I think I have. Um, and he, he begins to look over them as Celeste is pulling it up on the character sheet to remember what the description looked like. So uh, there is a ring there that he points out to you. Um, it's a silver ring that's comprised of tightly wound coils. So it sort of looks like a spring. Mm -hmm. um, and he kind of, he, he points this out to you. I think this may be the one you're looking for. Oh yeah? What can it do? Well, essentially it, it does what you say. It makes you more aware, uh, faster to react. When trouble comes your way, it is a beautiful piece. Hmm. One of a kind. Yeah, that sounds like it's my kind of ring. Um, so about how much were you... What's the asking price? <laughs> Let's call it 500 gold. Well, do you think that I could do anything 
for you in return? Maybe help bring that down a bit? Would you like to trade something? I would be amenable to trading to bring down the price. What do you have? I've got, um, do I have? <laughs> got a couple potions of healing, a, a greater potion of healing. Oh, I care not for potions. I sell things. And he, like, looks at the junk pile, like, you know, that surrounds his store. Treasures. Heirlooms. I have, um... Traps! Oh, shoot. I think I only have... <laughs> Traps! <laughs> I just could not help myself. I'm sorry. Uh, I have one fireball left on my necklace of fireballs. Mm, so that won't really work, because it'll lose the magic if it's off the thing. But um, uh, if you want to trade them, like, the, the necklace itself? Oh, okay. Yeah, I could do yeah. that. I'd be like, I, ha- I have this necklace of fireballs. There's only a charge or so left, but um, it's still worth something. Perhaps I could get this repaired. Yes. All right. I will accept this necklace and knock 200, dollar, or 200 <laughs> gold off my asking price. But that is the lowest I can go. Deal. Excellent. And he, like, hands out this giant hippo hand to you to shake. It's like shaking hands with an elephant, so it's sort of a little weird. My pro- I assume her, like, half of her forearm, if not the whole thing, fits in it, so she just gives it to him and, like, slaps <laughs> yeah. him back, like, yeah. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. Please, if you ever need any other treasures, I have many. <laughs> Thank you. I will recommend you to my friends. Absolutely. Have a fantastic evening. Thank you. Oh, actually, do you have any other recommendations? Uh, maybe a, a weapons store nearby or just any other places you think are worth checking out? Not that a shop owner <laughs> would really promote his competition, but still. Mm. Well, if you have something specific in mind, uh, Raz, just across the way, is a purveyor of fine magical weapons. Uh, weapons, wands, that sort of thing. And then if you're looking for something, well, a little more day-to-day, the Alchemy Lab, just down the way, has an amazing selection of potions, brews, elixirs, oils, that sort of thing. Hmm. Well, thank you very much. Hope you have a very pleasant evening. You as well, madam. And then I'll hop out, don my new ring, and uh, look at it on my hand for a while. (laughs) Hell yeah, you want to tell us about your ring, boo? Oh, it's real pretty. It's, it's like you said, springy and coily, and I imagine that when its magical properties are actually being fun- used or, like, being active, that it kind of starts to glow as it generates energy, much mm, like a plug yeah, or something like, like that. Like yeah, yeah, like a bright, light, cool, like blue Tesla glow. Coil. Yeah. Ooh, very cool. Yeah, so this is the Ring of Quick Action. Um, and while you wear it, you have advantage on initiative checks and all acrobatics checks. Yeah. So you the fastest there ever was, if that wasn't clear enough (laughs) from being a monk. All right. And then uh, our our street party standing out in front of a tiger shop. Uh, Well, let's wait for Saye, because bad buddy system. I have no idea where she went, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Saye does appear in the doorway after a moment, just across the way. 
Yeah, I hop right out. I show you guys my new hand. I'm like, look at what I found. It's pretty and it does cool things. I'm going to be so fast now. She's definitely feeling those two mojitos that she had, (laughs) even though she ate like a ton of wings. it, It just went straight to her head and her legs. Much like myself, I feel it in my thighs first. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I'm like, well, listen, he, he just told me about this other shop. We could find some new toys. Let's go. I want to go there next. You think actually this tiger one right here is probably the one he was talking about. Oh, my God. This is it. It's right here. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it was right because it's right across the way when he pointed. Yeah. Oh, like I turn around and you very solemn. I'm like, I'm working on something. Kid. <laughs> Farrah's gonna help me with this. I wanna win. Yeah. Yeah. um, So you all kind of step into this store, which is the complete opposite of the store you were just in. It is neat, pristine. The floors are made of black wood that's highly polished, almost to like a mirror-like sheen. Mm -hmm. Um, There are glass cases that have been neatly arranged in here. There are curtains that cover all the windows, like thick black velvet curtains. And the the paneling and everything is all just black sort of gothic crowning in here. And there is like a a counter at the front here. uh, The only one that doesn't have things in cases. Um, All around you, the cases are filled with, yeah, more beautiful wands and staves um, and strange just looking tokens and instruments that all give you a very like arcane treasure kind of feel. Um, And sitting on a stool behind this main counter uh, is a woman who's just... She's she's got sort of gray skin um, and just this like jet black hair that's in these neat plates. Um, and her, her clothing is just this beautiful melange of like uh, light black silks and fabrics um, swirled about her. And she, she looks at you with these shining green eyes when you step inside and she goes, ah, hello, my pretties. How can I help? What is she? <laughs> first thing to say it just makes me think of this scene in Amelie when she's like searching for something and that like the there's a chick that comes out and she's like Earl Grey and she's like nope no thanks <laughs> no, no thanks I'm scared uh, something about this woman does give you a very predatory vibe uh, I'm I'm wand dazzled I don't care or staff dazzled I don't care I'm just like I'm staff dazzled I look over at Farrah and I'm like wide grin manically Farrah cracks her knuckles and she strides confidently up to the lady and she's like, hello, madam. Um, We were just walking past and we couldn't help but notice that staff. Uh, Do you have a price for that item? You certainly all have an eye for taste and seem capable enough to handle my wares. (sighs) Who is the staff for? Arnadel, like, raises her hand, like, kind of like, it's a mixture of being timid and overly excited. This staff, like everything I sell in my shop, is quite potent. Are you sure you could handle it, my dear? Arnadel's brain starts kicking in gear and she's like, well, that's a loaded question. I mean, I'm pretty capable, but also I'm also very, very well read. So I know where my limits are not. What does that imply? We just fought a purple worm in a shop lightning from its mouth. We're totally (laughs) capable. She, who, what is it? Like, she who knows not is, you know, the phrase, the philosophical phrase, like, you're the wisest knows that they know nothing. 
kind of mm, thing. So Arnadel's like, um, well, maybe if we knew what it did. That is the witch's staff. It is carved from the burned remains of witches who were burned at the stake for what they've done. It carries a dark legacy and much power. Ooh. I just am so drawn to complicated things, aren't I? (laughs) Uh, And this woman, she does, she stands up in a very fluid motion, so much so that, like, with such grace that you're not sure how, if she took a step or she just is up or whatever, Um, but she glides sort of across the room and, like, pulls back this main uh, curtain uh, so she can, you know, remove the staff from its display. Um, And you see, as she picks it up, um, there's something strange about her hands um, that you notice. Um, the palms on them are backwards. So when she picks up the staff, it's like an odd sort of thing. And she goes and she she holds it out. And once again, Arnadel, as you look at it, this, this cat's eye gem just gleams with this bright, almost reddish light. And she goes, mm, it seems to like you. Are you, I mean... Am I, is this like a test drive or like are you just showing me? Because I can see the craftsmanship from outside. I mean, 20,000 gold pieces and the staff is yours. I look at Katie and I'm, or, fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I look at, I look at Farrah and I'm just like, actually, I telepathically tell you, like, I fucking told you. <laughs> 20,000 seems a little bit steep. I mean, I wouldn't want to part something that seems to like her so much from her. It is not steep. It is exactly what it is worth. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, we don't have that amount on us. But perhaps we can do some trades. Maybe there's something around this lovely city that you need done. Do you have anything on you to trade? Something I would be interested in? A magic item of sufficient quality? Arnadel whips out her wand of secrets, which is like mm. mint condition, fully charged. That's a start, but this is nowhere near the value of this object. Do you have anything else? She's going to hold that out. And then um, what do I have? Farrah rummages through her pockets and she pulls out a small pearl and she's like, pearl of power, used it maybe five times. Ready to go. I think there's even a spirit guardians in there. Interesting. And she does, and she, you know, plucks the pearl uh, with the hands. The pearl, the wand, were still not quite at the level. Anything else you have? I pull out my scribe's pen from our lovely time on that. Um, Ugh, common trash. I mean, it was a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> It was in the thank you bag. Arnold's just like she, looking for anything in her bag of holding. She sort of sniffs at the air. Do you have a wand of polymorph on you? I bitch. <laughs> I was. Mm, there's a reason I didn't pull that out first. Are you fucking kidding me? Our Celeste really wants to take that away from me because I do love using it. <clears throat> One of the witch's spells you cast is polymorph through the staff. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. But I don't have, like, seven of those. <laughs> Arnadel 
she kind of looks at her with like now Arnadel's not like excitement is just like this is business now. She's like this is business. She kind of like straightens the fuck up and like nothing else matters. And she's like, oh, yeah, I do. I can smell it. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I can. Yeah, it's a rotted frog. Ugh. Yeah, it's fully charged, and uh, that with the staff or the wand of secrets and the pearl, and I will knock down the price to five thousand gold pieces. Kara <coughs> takes out uh, <laughs> off of her armor the little box turtle sized shielding thing that she has affixed to her armor. Turns it, clicks it off, and goes. This was made by a very. <gasps> You're giving away Gidget's thing. Oh my god! Oh, yo, okay. it's a one of a yo, kind yo, yo. thing made by an extraordinary tinkerer from the Sisters of Sorrow organization from which we hail. It is truly wondrous and very rare. <laughs> she she reaches out a hand to it and like indicates if she can take it. Mm -hmm. If you trade me all of these items, I will give you the staff. I, like, kind of hate this salesperson now. Like, I know she's just doing her job, and Arnadel very much knows that the staff is mm -hmm. um, properly priced. Not too high, not too low. It is just right. Um, mm -hmm. And she's just like, fuck. Like, I hate this woman. Like, she wants all the, like, valuable things. It's like that fucking- Who has the highest passive perception in this party, by the way? My, What's your- my passive is, perception is Mine's 18. 19. What's yours, Farah? 12. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Um, okay, so Kara, then, probably. Um, you swear you hear this woman purring? <laughs> purring? Mm-hmm. Get out the catnip right now. <laughs> uh, she's looking at you all intensely like waiting for you to make this trade I don't know I got lots of cool magic shit we have cool magic bosses I'll just get something else it's cool I haven't even used this in like I don't know 20 episodes <laughs> <laughs> I think what Arnold's like fixated on is like um uh, invaluableness of precious, like precious items, right? Like sentimental things, things given as a gift from a loved one. There's a magic with that that's like invaluable. It's precious. So that's what she's kind of frustrated with is that this like fucking vendor is like taking our precious. It's not even just like that it has an, a, a numeric value to it. So she's just like, <sighs> I look at everybody in the yeah. eyes and I'm like, I owe you all. I owe you guys. And she thinks there's some depth to what she's saying. She's like, all right. They won't let... I know if I walk out of here without this fucking staff, they're going to give me shit for it, so... Absolutely. It's true. <laughs> we will. Here's my rotten frog stick. My gilded, vibrating... <laughs> Oh, talk about your gilded talk vibrator. Talk about personal items. <laughs> I mean, it's a wand of secrets. You just traded your vibrator for a witch's staff. Sweet so. That's a wand of secrets. It's secret passages. Magic oh my god, it totally is, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ, the verbal description of that. Wow. Wow, epiphany. The I've only used it once in the whole game. Right before we took You're all so those mushrooms. Out. 
I know. <laughs> I just, that was funny. Yeah, all right. So, Arnold, it's a bittersweet victory. Mm. She goes, place your items on the counter. Would you like a receipt? No, I don't. Thank you. Do you even print receipts? Yeah, no, we need it for tax purposes. This is a write-off. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> I am required to offer you a receipt if you would not like one. That is fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll take one. Okay. Uh, so she goes and silently pads over behind this uh, this counter once again. Um, and she takes out a parchment of paper and with a flourish. And it's very strange to watch because her hands are backwards um, as she like writes up this receipt in like curling script for you. Um, and she spins the page around. Sign here. Sign yeah, and then she snaps, and this contract disappears with uh with a pile of ash. The staff is yours. I'm kind of excited now. Excitement has returned. <laughs> Anything else I can help you with? I do have some other staffs available. Yeah, while well, they've been working on their transaction, um, Sai has just been looking at all the other staffs and realizing hers is getting a little bit old and worn in and trying to see if there's some some other kind of uh, staff that will replace it. Sure. Um, So you do see that uh, there are a selection of staffs laid out. Um, There's one that just, it sort of stands out because it's so plain and like different from the other ones. It's just like a wooden bow staff. And you see it's actually kind of propped up against a wall. It's not in a case or anything. It's kind of dusty. (laughs) In a corner. Mm-hmm. So simple and rustic. <laughs> uh, I pick it up. I start to play with it. See how it feels. It's nice. Uh, it's clearly a martial weapon made for a monk. Um, and she she kind of glances up at you. Oh, that? You're interested in that? Well, yeah. If if it's for sale. is Or was it just like here against the wall? Because <laughs> it was dusty. She's not sure. Let us just say that does not really appeal to my clientele. Um, 300 gold. Oh, um, okay. Well, I guess if that's the case, you wouldn't have any need for this other quarterstaff here. I'd be happy to give away. That's that's trash. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But I'm trying to get rid of it. Ain't that the truth? Fucking There's a dumpster truth. outside. <laughs> you are welcome to use. Well, you know what? Okay. I'll take it. I have more money than Saya needs. This is what it's for. I'll I'll take it. She hands over the 300 gold. Uh, would you like a receipt? No, thank you. All right. Oh, you know what? Well, could we have business expenses <laughs> with the Sisters of Sorrow? <laughs> yeah. You could try to report it to as old. <laughs> Poor Kristoff would just be like, what? It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's for the job. Maybe. But it helps us do I'll our take job a receipt. better. You know what? Let's just, I'll take a receipt. Uh, and she goes and like, everyone's so confused about whether or not they want a receipt. Um, and she writes up another one for you and spins it over again for you to sign as well. Signed. Mm-hmm. And again, similarly, it disappears uh, in a cloud of ash. So, anything else I can help you with? She's playing with her new stick, waving it from side to side. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm good. I'm ready to go back out on the town. Uh, I think I'm good. I uh, am curious if you know 
any places that have, like, potions and all that? There is the alchemy lab down the way, but they are a little bit tiresome. Sort of kitschy, the whole experience. Make what you want potions. Cute. <laughs> mm. Yes. She narrows her, her green eyes. Right, Arnadel suddenly like likes this lady a lot more. <laughs> As an alchemist, I totally understand what she's saying. You yes. can't just like add shit. It's like a very delicate process. Mm, we'll find indeed. out. <laughs> All right. Y'all want to leave this this store? Yeah. This tiger shop? Yep. Cool. I'm good. That lady. Is she a wear tiger? What is she? Rakshasa. <laughs> Uh, do you want to make an arcana check to see if Arnidal would know? Yeah. Not too shabby. Uh, that's going to be uh, whatever 8 plus 15 is. Is that a 20... 23. Uh, yeah. 3? 23. That's yeah. gross. The uh, the hands were enough of a tip to tip you off here. And then the tiger motif everywhere. Uh, you're pretty sure this woman is a Raksasha. So they are fiends. Uh, so they come from hell. Um, and they are, uh, yeah, uh, these, in their natural form, they're these tiger sort of humanoid creatures. Um, they love to broker contracts and collect treasures and they're extremely dangerous and gifted spellcasters. So it's pretty good that, uh, she was in a friendly mood. <laughs> Apparently. That's her friendly mood. Yikes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I, like, really want to find some catnip somewhere and just sprinkle it around her store and see if it does anything. <laughs> she just freaks out. <laughs> Don't freak out the devil cat. My God. But it sounds like it'd be so fun. <laughs> I'm going to refill my drink real quick. and be. Sounds about as fun as those, uh, what was it, the Mind Flayer Psychics? <laughs> oh fuck that! That is my least favorite fucking. Ca- I hate. I'm them. telling you, I'm in full danger of doing. That. I mean, Good everyone thing. else here doesn't seem too demonic, you know. I know they the get more- some weird pleasure out of some of this. Uh, you know, uh, what's it? Buyers market kind of mm-hmm. area. I don't know. The more we keep seeing things that are like typically evil that aren't killing us, the more I'm like, maybe I find out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't know about y'all, but it's like 80 degrees here right now. Yeah, I'm dying. <laughs> anyway, it is hot also in the bazaar where you are, so it's thematic. Wow, wow. Um, <laughs> all right. So you want to hit the streets and head to this alchemy lab you keep hearing about? Yes, I want to DIY okay. my own potion. Yeah. So uh, so you see this building from above long before you're standing in front of it. Uh, you see that there is like a large glass beaker that has been mounted like on top of this building. And it's outrageously large, like the size of a hot tub. Um, and it like flashes in this like neon green like signage all around it and you see that smoke is billowing out of it like dry ice is just like constantly flowing down over this building that also is just neon green everywhere like electricity like motifs so very sort of like a mad scientist like feeling and it's just yeah alchemy lab in like bright colors uh and it's a big like white building with open windows and you see lots of people are like clustered inside i enter excitedly (laughs) Mm-hmm. I wonder yep. if we can make our own drinks. 
Ooh, yes. Yeah. So as you're stepping in, this is clearly maybe some kind of like tourist spot. Um, there are a lot of different people here, like clustered around these tables, holding different packages and like menus in front of them. Uh, and you see, like on the back wall here, there are like thirty different like liquid containers that you can see inside, and all of them have different colored liquids. So some are like sparkling, metallic, all different colors, like different viscosities, like shades, um, just in these big things. Like um, like when you see like bulk foods, you know, you have the lever. And then, like, some liquid comes out. Like, th- those kind of containers. And those are all behind a counter. And then running back and forth, you see a bunch of, like, gnomes and halflings uh, in these, like, little lab coats. Like, these stark white <laughs> lab coats. Uh, and people are clustered up at the counters, you know. And they're like, oh, yeah, I want to mix, like, two with four with, like, 32. And they're, like, coming right up. Like, you know, as people are seemingly ordering potions. So, is there, like, a menu, or are you just like, that looks pretty, put it in my cup? <laughs> yeah, so you do see that there are people clustered, like, around these, like, long kind of menus, like, you know, pieces of paper uh, around those tables. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, grab one? Yeah, let's, let's look it over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so when you look at these, um, they do look like sort of ingredients lists, um, but they also have, like, uh, tags on there, so it's like... Common, uncommon, rare, very rare, and they have like a price point next to each one. Um, and then they have like healing, like buff, like poison, or whatever on other ones, and each of those has a price point. Um, and then they're like, you know, color, intensity, level, like, you know, so you can basically build your own potion um, based on what you have here, and you can do the math to see like how much it's going to cost, and you know, it's kind of a cool uh, made to order potion station. Oh man, that's spectacular. On the back, they have, like, house favorites, you know, that they'll show, like, you know, like, healing potion, and they break down, like, what you'd have to pick, or, like, so some popular ones on the back. Very nice. Well, I'm going to look for something that's going to uh, get me to where I need to be faster in case somebody dies across the battlefield. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're looking uh, down, and, you know, so to make something that you're looking for... Um, yeah, a potion of pursuit, if you will. Um, that'll be 250 gold pieces. Uh, this place looks like they don't let you haggle. <laughs> no, it's definitely like a made-to-order exchange thing. And like, they're like totally all like those mixologist people or, you know, you can see them, they're making their order and it's all like, ah, so it's all about the experience of it too, so. Okay, then I will wait my turn in line. Um, and I will request that potion of pursuit. Um, but can I combine the ingredients myself so I feel very special? Uh, so in the, this, like, halfling girl who has, like, electric blue hair, she's come up to you, she's like, Ah, uh, sorry, honey, only our lab assistants can, uh, brew up your potions. It's for your own safety. Fine. But put a pretty bow on it, please. Oh yes, well every every potion you see here comes in one of our signature flasks. And she like holds it up to you what they're mixing it in and it's got this big like gold like alchemy lab stamp on it. Okay, perfect. You can use those if you want to try brewing potions at home, though we do not recommend doing that without uh supervision. I look back at Arnadel. I've got supervision. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like discerningly like, checking out all of the I'm like looking at things like, you know, like 
over yeah. people's shoulders. I, I want to kind of poke around and look at the back room and be like, hmm. Yeah, as an alchemist, you're sitting there like, there is no way they could keep all of these things at the right temperatures you need for optimum whatever. And like, you know, this quick turnover and the waste and like the storage necessary. You're you're probably having a small panic attack. Yeah, like it's sugar point. water. <laughs> <laughs> but people love it. Yeah. They're having so much fun. I mean, you know, it's like going to Universal Studios to it's Froyo. Harry Potter yeah. land. <laughs> I had a blast. Uh, yeah, and so the, the halfling will be like, coming right up, uh, and she'll go ahead and take one of these flasks for you uh, and slide over, yeah, that, that potion of pursuit right in front of you. Um, yeah, and so this potion, you know, since we have all the descriptions. Okay. Yeah, everyone who's listening, these are all items from a book I wrote called Mordenkainen's Tome of Marvelous Magic 2, which is a mouthful, but you can purchase it on the DMs Guild. Um it's like the number two bestseller, so it's right there. On I'll top post of the, the link again. Boop. Yay! Thank you, Katie! Um, yeah, so my description for this one says, This purple liquid appears to be in constant motion, even when the container is still. And then when you drink Ooh. it, you get uh, to double your movement speed for one hour. Hell so no one's guys. dying across the battlefield, guys. I got this. Yeah, and uh, this halfling, she slides it over to you. She's like, you're just getting one? <laughs> How about you and your friends? Anything else we can mix up? Guys, is there like a deal? If we get like three, is there like a... If you get six, there's a 10% discount. I love a discount. Kara's thinking about how much six potions of healing is with 10% off. And she's like, eh, doing math on her fingers. <laughs> yeah, I can I can tell you. <laughs> so that would be... Let me pull up my table. Three. It would be 300 gold pieces because uh, potion, potion of healing go for 50. Uh, so 300 gold pieces minus 30 would be 270. Well, we can buy together. And then you only need to buy five. You guys just get... How about I give you all of my gold since you helped me buy a fucking staff? Get 20,000 gold staff. <laughs> how about that? So how about I give you... Here's here's all of my money. Thank you for helping me. Ooh. So there you go. There's 510. Yeah, we doing some healing potions. Anything else we want to do? We've got a special running right now on Mage Wine. Come again. <laughs> oh, Mage Wine. It's this super cool thing we invented right here at the Alchemy Lab. Basically, it combines all the fun of drinking wine and getting your spells recharged without any of the work of studying your books. Oh my god, that's hot. Okay, how much for that one? <laughs> no. So right now we're running a special, bringing the price down for each bottle of mage wine to only 3,500 gold pieces. <laughs> Without the, the aid of a book? No books required. Oh, just no, no, fun. no, 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 no. I already gave you my gold. Books? I have to leave. Arnadel just leaves. She walks out. Books I will wait nerds. outside. <laughs> I'm outside right now. You said it was 3,500? Or what did you say? Yep. That's right. That's too much money. <laughs> but I really want wine and it's spells. It's so worth it. I can honestly tell you, I have never tasted a more delicious potion. Do you guys have a line of credit? Um, no, not Shit. really. Hmm. I mean, I don't know how long are you going to be in town? So long enough to work to get this money? <laughs> <laughs> Three days, at least. Since you're a new customer, don't tell anyone else I'm doing this, but I'd be willing to give you one for 2,000 gold pieces. 
just knocking a huge amount off the asking price because honestly you don't want to miss this i don't you're so absolutely right what's your name mm-hmm. she puts a caring <laughs> hand on your hand uh my name is uh valerie <laughs> valerie i love you okay so how i love you too oh my gosh you should totally get the mage wine totally you should treat yourself okay um so can i and with the discount you know uh if you get you know so that's two thousand for that and then it was you know for the other one and then your friend wants some potions of healing so four potions of healing to get us to the six and those are 50 gold piece so we're looking at 2450 total valerie's just like leaning up closer and closer to you while you're doing the math in your head (laughs) She's gotten, like, one of those six-pack, like, you know, wine carriers out that's also branded for, like, the Alchemy Lab, and she's, like, you know, so scooching it around on the counter. <laughs> 2,205 gold. I've got 1,900 gold. So, and then... I have 364 gold to lend you. I have you. 510 Y'all are going to get cleaned out. <laughs> I mean, we've been making pretty it. good money. I do not give you shopping episodes. Yeah, we don't really shop, so. <laughs> Spend it. Spend it all. And ain't nowhere else this expensive, so. <laughs> that is true. And unique. <laughs> exactly. It's a traveling bazaar, for God's sakes. They've been yes. all over the place. They don't even know where they've been. Treat okay. yourself, they- darling. They- Literally don't know. So we know. could buy these potions and then have a remainder of 565 gold. Are we good with that? Nice. We'll take it, Valerie. Oh my gosh, fantastic. You will not uh, regret it at all. Uh, and she goes ahead and she, you know, starts like mixing up these potions and she makes sure to look back at you all and like smile. She like flips over beakers, you know, and like, you know, does the little layers and it's fun and she shakes it up and like crams the stopper in there for you um, as she arranges the six pack would you all like a free sample you all are just such great customers yes. oh I'm outside <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I like mentally telepathize with you and I'm like I'm gonna want to test that when we get back to our hotel room mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to test that oh let's see here we have this one Super fun. Uh, super fun here. Uh, and she goes over and pours kind of a sludgy, like, brown into these little, like, Dixie cups and spins them out towards you. What is it? Oh. This is the new Elixir of the Beetle. Uh, and as you drink it, Kara, you feel something, like, weird kind of tingly right here. And then, like, and, like, little, like, antenna sprout out of your head, like, little bug beetle antenna. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so for an hour with the sample, you have advantage on all perception checks. Dope. you have antenna. Kara is super into it. Hilarious. I saw you breaks out laughing <laughs> and like pointing at your face like, oh my God, that's so funny. I want some too. She'll chug hers <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You pop out, pop out little antennas. If you, if you obviously, if you drink the whole thing, there are a bunch of fun additional benefits, but this is just a little taste. I'm going to pass on this bug drink. Thank you. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, Farrah. <laughs> is like trying to like hide her antenna underneath twitch, her twitch, twitch. hair. Yeah. You know, I thought it was really alarming when you went from Carl to Kara, but this just takes the cake for me. I'm going to... Oh... 
Saya is like really <laughs> feeling the antenna. She's like, oh, I've got the perfect thing for this and takes out her fey wings because they look like dragonflies mm-hmm. when you wear them. Hell so she does. Yeah. She puts oh it on and she's looking kind of like a little rave chick right now. Yeah. Okay, suddenly it got cute. I'm okay with that look. <laughs> You're ready for Coachella. Yeah. So good. Um, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. So you get all your potions. Uh, <laughs> you want to pack up and head back out into the streets? Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. So as you do so, and you know, you you have all your new packages, all your new stuff. You're feeling pretty good about everything. Uh, making your way back through the streets, Farah. All of a sudden, you blink, and you're somewhere else. You find yourself in a parlor. <gasps> oh, a very overstuffed parlor that you have been in once before. Last time you saw it, it was like destroyed and things were overturned and it was a mess. But now order has been restored um, and you see one of the Sisters of Sorrow sitting there in front of you um, as you kind of appear in this room and she's just seated with her hands folded on uh, Farah. It's good to see you. Yep, you too. And she just like has her head bowed down and is like Got her stupid wine and feels ridiculous suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> Holding your little, like, six-pack of potions, like. Uh-huh. I hope I didn't catch you at a bad time. No, it's never a bad time for you. How can I help you? Well, Farah, I thought it was about time you and I had a little chat. You see, things have gotten complicated, and we need more than ever for people who believe in us, people we can trust to 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 really represent our interests. Do you understand? I think so. You've always been such a good child, so so devoted. Uh we've been happy to lend you our our power and we would like to see well, perhaps it's time for someone like you to be running things. Do you understand? Running what things, because I've oh never run anything in my life. Well, I mean, the Sisters of Sorrow. They're running around using our name. We thought it was perhaps time for someone to be in charge that we know we can really trust. Someone who hasn't fraternized with, well, frankly, someone who wants to kill gods. Mm, I think I wouldn't feel comfortable taking anything from a friend you know my dear why don't why don't you sit down give a moment to think about it and we'll continue to have this little chat and with that we come to the end of our episode oh my god (laughs) holy moly just skipping right over Kristoff and right over his old yikes how many people will that hate list be I mean, you're the you're the best choice. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless they're secretly dicks, but we'll find out. It's well, shopping episode with a twist. (laughs) So good, so Uh, good. I did not see that shit coming. (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in to the shopping episode of the Venture Maidens. I really enjoyed it. Uh, just the NPC grab bag is this bizarre. Uh, loving it. Loving every minute. Thank you all so much for being here. I have been your dungeon master, Celeste Conowich. I am your Moon Elf Warlock, Arnadelethel, played by Brittany. 
I am Katie playing Freaking Out Farah, the tiefling sorceress. <laughs> Freaking out! <laughs> I Nassim was your raving human monk, Sayanur. And mm-hmm. I'm Sage, and I played your newly beetled barbarian, Kara. Yay! Wow. <laughs> uh, Tendo's so cute. Thank you all so much for being here. Um, as a note, a lot of those items, once again, uh, you if you are curious and bringing those to your table, um, they're all available in my book, which is out on the DM's Guild, Mordenkainen's Tome of Marvelous Magic 2, uh, which has a bunch of staves, rings, wands, and potions for your D&D game. So you can always check that out. We love you. You're amazing. If you like this show, please consider supporting us. The best way to do so is to follow us everywhere on social media so you can get, uh, you know, all the latest updates. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Venture Maidens. Uh, you can always check out our Patreon. Um, for as little as $1 a month, you get access to a ton of rewards and an entirely other podcast of our Descent into Avernus game. Yeah, so I think that's it. You all are wonderful. This has been fun. Mm-hmm. This has been good. Um, so I guess until next time... <laughs> Venture away! Venture away, everybody! Well, we thank you for tuning in to episode 83. Celeste smashed us with another killer cliffhanger. As always, we appreciate your love and support and to keep connected to our community, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, like us on Facebook, and hit up our Discord. Our YouTube page also has tons of additional content if you're not able to catch our Twitch streams, like my Dragon Age and Descent into Avernus campaign and Nassim's awesome Let's Plays. Give us a rate and review on your favorite podcatcher to help us continue to grow our wonderful community. And if you can swing it, head over to patreon.com slash VentureMaidens for hours and hours of additional content. Celeste DM notes, exclusive magic items that can be used on D&D Beyond, and so much more. Y'all are the best, and we'll catch you next time. Venture away, friends. <laughs>